Hi guys, welcome back to Put Your Mind at Ease. We're taking the first step toward finding peace of mind. I'm your host, Jennifer Dietman. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about Little Man, or as a lot of us know him as, as the voice inside of our head. Um, so I thought that this was a great topic to do next, um, because actually one of the clinicians, um, and I call her my work wife, uh, she kind of explained it the last time that we were all with each other. And I thought that the way that she explained it was amazing. Um, her name is Kat. Um, so I'm giving her a little shout out. Um, so I kind of wanted to explain the way that she explained it because I think that it is such a good way of looking at the little man or the voice that's inside of our own heads, um, in ways that we can kind of work with him or her, um, and, you know, just kind of not feeling like it's overtaking us most of the time. So when, Kat was explaining it. She had said that, you know, you go throughout your day and you, you know, get memories throughout your day. And so as soon as you wake up until as soon as you go to bed, you collect memories. And so it is little man or the voice inside of our head. It's his job to then you know, sit at this desk per se. Okay. So he sits at this desk and as you go through your day, a piece of paper that has that memory on it goes on his desk. So by the end of the day, he has like an empire state building high, like tall stack of papers that he has to go through. And he goes through them and he sorts them in three different files in, um, you know, the one filing cabinet, it's like the not important things. Um, the things that eventually like, you're just going to forget, um, they're not important to fully remember. Um, the second one, you know, is the things that, you know, okay, yeah, I need to remember those. And then the third one is going into the vault where it is like utter, like utmost important information that you need to absolutely remember. Um, so he goes through that at the end of the day while you're sleeping and he sorts it out. Um, and he goes through and makes sure that each memory he looks at gets filed into the appropriate filing cabinet or gets put into the vault no matter what it is. Um, and I think that it's important to understand that when little man is talking to us, whether it's good or bad, those are those moments where we sometimes can focus on the things that we can't and can control. And most of the time, as humans, as we are, we tend to focus on those things that we can't control. And when you focus on those things that you can't control, um, it ends up that you get like consumed by it, that it then gives the little man that opportunity of like slipping on a banana peel. So he gets up from the desk and he goes to file these things and he ends up slipping on a banana peel or he ends up falling or something ends up happening and the papers go everywhere and it ends up that as he's collecting these that he may end up misfiling a memory into the one maybe that it's supposed to go in the vault and it ends up going into the filing cabinet that it is marked as like not important, like you're not going to remember it. Um, and as she was explaining this, we were kind of on the topic of 
how deja vu happens and she was explaining this and that's when she was kind of explaining like little man and what his job is and so i'm gonna kind of get into that too because it it connects with it so when you have deja vu it's when the synapses are in your brain are connecting with each other and they're shooting off those connections and there may be like a misfire so it doesn't actually go into the next one and it ends up misfiring in a different direction or anything like that Um, and that's like when little man slips or drops the papers or whatever and he misfiles something that then when something like that happens again you get that deja vu moment because it's like wow like I know that this has happened before but why or how because it's not filed into the correct one um and so the reason that it goes with that too and the reason that like focusing on those things um that we can't control versus the things that we can you really do want to focus on those things that you only can control because when you focus on those things that you can't control that's when little man ends up slipping he ends up misfiling things but that's when he also can be like his absolute meanest because if you have ever seen that tiktok sound before where it's like living inside a person with like their head with that suffers from adhd or anxiety and it it goes really fast and it's like well you need to shower and you do this you need that and it goes on and on and on and on and on about all these things that in our head that we have to do when maybe we just want to have a lazy day but it's like no you can't be lazy because if you're being lazy then you're not doing this you're not doing that he kind of gets in that mode and in that mood of like okay, I'm going to tell you that you're not good enough and that you're lazy and that you're a piece of shit and that you're this and you're that. And we sit there and as humans, we just kind of accept it. Or we come to a point where we just ignore him. We push it off to the side. But that still sticks with us because it's still in our head. So just because we ignore it one day doesn't mean that it's not going to happen again at some point in time, which I think really does affect the way that we work. And as a person who has severe anxiety and depression, um, I deal with that on a daily basis. And during the day, I'm great. I can work. I'm fine. I have no issues at all. Like I'm not overthinking. I'm not getting in my head. As soon as my head hits that pillow, like as soon as it hits that pillow and my eyes are closed, I literally think of everything. Well, you didn't do this today. Well, you're not good enough. Oh, well, you have to do this for the house and you have to do this for the wedding and you need to order this and you need to do that and da 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 da. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And it just replays over and over and over in my head so that I have trouble. And that's when little man for me is trying to file all of this stuff. And I think because throughout the day that I, have become so good that like when I get anxiety that I can stick it in a jar or put it in the box and like leave it there and not worry about it all day long that when I lay down that that's when it all just kind of opens up and comes out and that's when I it makes me think of and if you know you know but it makes me think of two different things when Kat was explaining this and when I started really thinking about it myself. It made me think of that SpongeBob episode where Squidward 
opens up the Krusty Krab to be like a sophisticated like restaurant and SpongeBob is running around. And I think one of the guests asked him like, well, what's your name? And because he was running around trying to create such this like beautiful, lavish, like atmosphere of the restaurant and to learn everything that Squidward wanted him to learn, he forgot his name. And in his head, they show that there's a bunch of little SpongeBob's running around in all of these filing cabinets looking for what his name is because they know that it's there, but they can't find it because he has all of this new information of like how to fold napkins and how to do this and how to greet guests and everything else to create this lavish like restaurant that then they're all running around. It's all, everything is on fire. And he just like kind of has like this little like breakdown. <clears throat> and it makes me think of that because I think that it is very common that when we are focusing on those things that we can't control. And when we are just like putting that stuff down to the bottom and pushing it further and further or opening up the rug and pushing it in the rug that it builds up to the point that then little man is basically running around like that. And maybe there's multiple of him and maybe they're all running around just like that and trying to find something specific. And it gives you that anxiety and it pushes you into this like panic mode because it's like, oh my God, like I haven't dealt with this. And it's not only overwhelming for you, but it's overwhelming for him too, because he's dealing with this on a daily basis. Just as you were going through life and you were experiencing things, he may not be outside to experience it with you, but he's getting those memories and he's experiencing it as well. So he gets that anxiety as well. So the little voice inside of your head and the little man or the little woman or whatever you want to call them that's in your head is literally a replica of you. Um... And the second thing it makes me think of is I think the movie's called Inside Out where it's all the different emotions inside of the brain and it's collecting all these memories of like when you're mad and when you're angry and when you're this and like putting them in like specific little places like that's exactly what is happening. Like you are going through those moments where like you're in the middle of traffic and somebody cuts you off and you are at the point where you have had the worst, like the most shit day at work. You're done. You just want to get home and this happens and it's like you just lose your shit on that person. And it's like, okay, but for what? And it's because you've had that where you have been pushing everything down and you haven't been focusing on it. And little man has been going through that as well with you throughout that whole day that it gets to that point that then it's like he explodes as well. So you guys are coinciding with each other. And something that as a therapist that I have definitely told my clients, and I know that Kat and um, the other clinicians that I work with, what they what we tell our clients to do, especially who have anxiety, um, who may have ADHD or ADD. Um, honestly, it can work with anybody though, but when you have that little voice inside your head, give that give them a name. And the thing is, is that I can tell my clients this, and I can tell my clients all this advice, and I never take it myself. And I think that that's like a checklist thing to be a therapist is is that you need to. Like you can give good advice, but you don't take your own advice because I'm not the only therapist that like does this. Um, and I think it's, it's not funny, but it kind of is funny because I know that I can give good advice and I know that the advice that I do give and the way that I help my clients, it helps them to lower their anxiety, to lower their depression, to start to feel better, to really work on things. 
but I sit there and I'm like, no, it's not going to help me. Um, but after Kat explained it in this way and when she, like when I left, I was really thinking about it of like, I've never given like the voice inside my head a name because I just sit there and I just ignore it. And I just push, I'm that person where I push it off to the side. And then later on, it comes back to bite me in the ass. So I named mine Bert. I don't know why I just did. And so when the reason for naming the voice inside your head or the little man or the little woman inside your head is because when they are acting up or when they're getting to this point of where you are getting super anxious or they're they're telling you like, oh, you're not good enough or, oh, you're not this or, oh, you're not that, you can sit there and be like, Bert, like, why are you saying this? Like, you kind of can have a conversation with them of like, why is, why are you saying this to me? Like, why... Why are you speaking to me this way? Like, what is bringing this on that you're feeling that you can tell me this? And there are some times that you can, depending on where you are, what's going on, that you can kind of push it to the side and be like, I'm Bert, I'm not talking to you right now. Like, you can go, go away. I'm not dealing with this. Like, I don't need to deal with this. And there are times where, yeah, you should tell them that. Like, that's not true. I'm not dealing with this. Go away. Um, And I deal with that on a daily basis, like, especially at night, like I said, but I always have those moments where for my podcast, like I'm like, okay, this is stupid. Like I'll get that moment in my head where it's like Bert's telling me like this is stupid. Like you are not going to amount to anything. Like nobody listens to this. Nobody is going to care about this. You're not helping anybody. Like you're wasting your time. You're not good enough. Like why do you think that you can do this? Like, oh, now you want to try and make TikToks? Like you're not good enough for that. Like you can't do that. Like And I actually will sit there and I start to believe it. And then after speaking with Kat about this and having her kind of explain it, and again, there's more details and it goes into deeper things, but it doesn't, it more so focuses on like why deja vu happens and like why certain breaks happen within like our brains and what's going on. Um, And that stuff is important. um, But for this episode, like what, she was saying in the beginning of the way that he kind of goes around and everything and filing everything I think is important because again, when we focus on those things that we can't control over the things that we can control, that's when we start to lose, when we start to lose control and that's when they become the meanest and give them maybe some empathy and some sympathy in itself. And again, I know that this sounds ridiculous and I know that it may sound stupid, but once you start doing it, it actually really helps because you don't put them down. You don't put it under the rug. You actually start to interact with them in a way of like, okay, like I need to talk better to myself because I need to talk better to him. Having these conversations with that little man or that little voice inside my head has really truly helped me to be able to just connect a little bit better within myself, to be nicer to myself, to not think these things as much. Um, And again, I'm human. It's going to come up and it's going to happen. But I've noticed that a difference has really happened with it where like I'm not doing it as much. And this was only like a couple weeks ago that I had seen all of the girls and that I had talked with them and that Kat was explaining this. And again, when I think it's also important of really focusing on those things that we can control because, for example, me and my fiance just bought a house in December 
And we found black mold, we found termites, like we found a bunch of stuff and we ended up having to like gut out our entire downstairs. And that's something that we didn't think that we were going to have to do. We figured that we cleaned the carpets, we'd paint it, and then eventually little by little we'd start to do things that we wanted to do. Nope, we didn't have that choice. And it was really hard because those are things that we can't control. Those are things that we had, like that's just like, that. like shit happens, like, and we can't control that but the things that we can control and I think that some of the thing that we've been missing out on in a sense is like we now get to design our home the way that we want our home to be we get to make it what we want and how we want it to look instead of doing it little by little like yeah we have to do it right like all right now because we've gutted the whole downstairs but at the same time it's ours and we get to make it our home. And I think that that's important that we focus on that. And that's something that I think that we've been missing because we've been focusing on those things that we can't control of like, Oh, it's another thing that we have to do. Like, Oh, well that happened. And now we have to fix this. Like, and it's just things that we can't control. And I think that that's when our anxiety and our depression and when little man starts to really act up is when we focus on those things. And I have noticed that with being nicer to him, that it hasn't been happening as much. And that even if when it does happen, I can tra- change it into being positive. So really being nice to little man in your head and the voice inside of your head. We are our own worst critics. We will tear ourselves down. But I think it's also important to remember that if you wouldn't talk to a friend or a family member the way that you talk to yourself, then why are you talking to yourself that way? Because you don't deserve that. And I think that this was just a great way of explaining what the little man is and what the voice inside of our head is. And there are so many other ways that you can work with it. But I think that starting with the things that you stop focusing on the things that you can control and focus on those things that you can control. And even if you have to write that list down and make a list of like, what are the things that I can control? What are the things that are happening in my life that I can't control? And how can I make that better? That's one way. Journaling is a great way to work through this too. And also is a great way to have that conversation with that voice inside your head. Um, as well as just being kinder, like being kinder to them, being kinder to yourself. Because when those times come up where you do get that, well, you're not good enough, or you get that like negative type of thing, that then being able to change it to positive is so important. Um, and it's going to take time and it's not going to happen right away, but over time, it will get easier. So stick with it. Be kinder to yourself. Focus on those things you can control. And give little man inside your head a little bit of a break. Because remember, it's you and you also deserve a break yourself. 